modern day Democrat party is hell bent on driving America into socialism. We will not allow them to win any longer. I was proud to work in President Trump's White House where we fought against the fake news and the political elites on the front lines every single day. We need to ensure border security. We need to ban critical race theory. We need to balance the checkbook of Washington. That's why I'm running, to put New Hampshire first, to put America first. Caroline Levitt for Congress. I'm Caroline Levitt, and I approve this message. Okay, welcome to the War Room. It's Wednesday, 7 September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. we got a packed show today. General Bolduc's going to uh, join us as soon as we can get a technical uh, glitch worked out. But I want to start with Caroline Levitt. She's running for the House up in New Hampshire 1. Caroline, here I'm, you got to help me and the audience out here. Here's what I'm going to get. You work for Elise Stefanik. You worked mm-hmm. over for Kaylee McEnany in the White House. You were part of Trump's White House. Um, you're a, a lifelong conservative. Uh, you're a granite stater. I think you went to co- I think you born and went to college there. Why are outside people putting $4 million on a young woman's head who's running for Congress and clearly is uh, all MAGA all the time, ma'am? Yeah. Well, all of the things you just said, Steve, are true. I'm a born and raised product of this district, of our school system, of our higher education university system. I was a college athlete. I went on to earn a job in President Trump's White House. I'm from a business family, the first in my immediate family to graduate from school. I worked for Kaylee McEnany, worked for Lee Stefanik. I came back home to fight for the people of my district as the radical socialist Democrats are taking over our country right now in every institution. And now the corrupt establishment bureaucrats within our own party are viciously attacking me. They have spent $5 million to attack me and my family with vicious, desperate, personal smears and to boost their hand pick in the race. And voters are smart. They understand why this is happening. It's because the establishment knows I cannot be controlled. I'm funded and supported by the people and I will always be for the people. I'm the greatest threat to their hand pick, Matt Mowers. I'm the greatest threat to beating our Democrat uh, incumbent general or Chris Pappas in the general election. And I'm the greatest threat to the establishment in DC. I've taken positions on issues throughout this campaign that the Republican leadership in D.C. was whipping votes for. For instance, the $54 that $54 billion that we stole from taxpayers flushed over to Ukraine. I said, absolutely not. Hell no, I wouldn't have voted for that. They can't stand that I'm a truly independent voice that the people are garnering support for. And we're going to win this race in six days. They just put in another nearly million bucks to attack me in television ads. We're being outspent. 17 to 1. It's vicious, it's desperate, but voters are smart. It's not going to work. Here's what I don't get. What is it, because you, you stood up against the Ukraine. You said it was wrong at the time. Everybody knows it's wrong now. You can't find a Republican who's going to stand up and, 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 uh, and admit to that. That's why, you know, you show leadership and you show forethought and ability to think over the other side of the hill. What is it on a policy perspective? As you go around the district, because you and Bolduc have kind of done the same way, you shake hands, you knock on doors, you go to these small meetings that really New Hampshire is known for, and that's why New Hampshire mm-hmm. is the first primary we have in the nation in selecting the president. As you go around, knocking on those doors, shaking hands with the constituents in the district, uh, what are they telling you, and what is it that the establishment doesn't like? What, are they, what does the establishment find dangerous about that? Mm-hmm. Well, they know that I've been solely funded by the people, Steve, right? You have to follow the money in Washington, D.C. You know that better than most, right? And my establishment 
a pick, can't, Matt Mowers, my opponent in this race. He is completely funded by Kevin McCarthy and all of his shills down in Washington, D.C. He's bought and paid for, so they know he can be controlled. He'll vote in party line. He'll be another rubber stamp for the GOP. That's not what voters want. And voters are smart enough, especially after my former boss, President Trump's historic presidency, right? They know that when they're attacking you, when the swamp is after you, that means you're the person they want to vote for. That means you're the true threat to the swamp. I've pledged my commitment to term limits. I've pledged to not vote to raise the debt ceiling and only vote for a truly balanced budget. These are some specific policy priorities that, again, weak Republicans at the helm of leadership have been pushing and advocating for. And they know when I get down there, they are not going to be able to boss me around. But they do know that my opponent will be easily controlled and they are desperate for leadership. Kevin McCarthy desperately wants to be the Speaker of the House and he knows Matt Mowers is a safe bet and a safe vote for him. So it all goes back to money, power and control. But as we saw with President Trump, as we're seeing with so many amazing grassroots candidates across this country in the last few primaries of the last several months, Money, power, control, D.C. swamp games aren't working. Voters are smart. They are woken up to what's going on in D.C. and they are voting for workhorses in races. Not show horses, but workhorses. And I've been putting putting in the work over the past year, going to every meeting I can, participating in every single debate, shaking as many hands as possible. And like I said, I'm from this district. That goes a long way with the people of New Hampshire. My family's done business here for years. We've shaken a lot of hands and done business with a lot of amazing, hardworking people who want a true homegrown representative. I'm so proud to be in this race. You know, it's a freeing feeling, Steve, knowing I'm going to win and I'm going to go down there and not be beholden to anyone except for the people who elected me. If, if you look at the pundits and, and, the, and the establishment, when they, send, they say, look, she's, she's terrific, but she can't beat Pappas. She's too grassroots. She's too conservative. Um, she can't beat Pappas. Give it, t- talk to me. Why are you, why are you the best pick? for people in the first district that want to really have a Republican congressman. Are you the best person actually to take on the Democrat? The same people who say I can't win are the very same people who are putting $5 million behind a guy who's already a proven loser. Matt Maurer has already proved to us that he can't beat Chris Pappas in the general election. So why should we put our money and invest in him again? And, you know, the people of New Hampshire aren't buying that. That's why I've raised significantly more dollars from in-state donors, businessmen and women in our New Hampshire community who are investing in my campaign because they already invested in Mowers and he let them down. And, you know, there's been a lot that has been exposed about him over the last year. He allegedly committed voter fraud. The Democrats are going to take him over the coals. I'm the best bet to be Chris Pappas because the only thing that Democrats can say about me is my greatest strength. And that's my youth. And I'm the only candidate in this race who's reaching out to the most influential voting bloc in our general electorate, 18 to 40 year olds. I've gone to every college campus. I've even spoken at high schools that have allowed me in the doors. I have meetings with parents with their young, their young children and grandchildren, coffees and dinners and lunches all of the time. And we're beating Matt Mowers in the polls with 18 to 40 year olds. We're going to continue that work throughout the general election campaign. Let me just say, we need a good messenger. I mean, we had a debate last night, and frankly, I don't think Matt Mowers is up to the task to go to to go to go war with Chris Pappas on a debate stage, but I am on every single issue, from the issue of abortion and life to the issue of our uh, issues of our economy. I can relate because I understand I'm actually from this district. That's what makes me the best candidate to be Pappas because I'm the greatest, most clear contrast 
and I haven't already lost to him before. Well, you've also shown judgment. They say she's young, but I said, look at the wisdom and judgment she had. It's about judgment. You had judgment on Ukraine and other situations where you kind of called it as you saw it. It turns out you were right and other people, particularly the establishment and the D.C. you know, swamp, the establishment down there were wrong. Caroline, this is going to be intense between now and next Tuesday. Like I said, another million dollars coming in uh, to put uh, to, to, to smear you and to destroy, to destroy you per, uh, personally. How does this audience follow you and how uh, can they help? Uh, what is your a campaign site and what's your social media? Yeah, thanks, Steve. It will be tough, but God has my back and I know the people do, too. And I need all the support I can get. Caroline for Congress dot com. It's Caroline with a K. Getter, Truth Social, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on it all. I run all my own social accounts. Please reach out to me personally. Tip in what you can so we can combat the establishment's war machine, war chest rather. But we're going to win this thing. I'm proud to be the top target of the D.C. money machine, man. It's going to be great. Victory will be the best revenge on the 13th. Can't wait. You are a true granite stater. That's what the folks in New Hampshire are known for. That's why you're the first primary in the country. We're looking for that that toughness. Live free or die, ma'am. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Steve. Okay, let's go to uh, Ben Burke. I want to go to Austin, Texas, for the uh, for the education, the border education conference down there. Um, oh, hang on for a second. I tell you, before we do that, we have we have General Bolduc. Do I have time to play his spot and get General Bolduc on? I'd love to stay in the Granite State before I go to Texas. Let's play General Bolduc's ad. Ending mandates, school closures, inflation, and soaring gas prices. Enough is enough. Granite Staters are angry. We are hurting. We are tired of being taken for granted by career politicians. We need leaders who will fight for our families. General Don Bolduc is one of us. He defended America abroad and is fighting for us here at home. He is the fighter we need in Washington. After two years of hardship, we're faced with a choice. These are the very people who shut us down. The very people who caused all our problems are now standing in front of us asking for a vote. They're asking us to elect them or re-elect them. Hell no. We need to hold them accountable. Vote for a fighter. Vote for an outsider. Vote General Don Bolda for U.S. Senate. Let me bring in General Bolick uh, by phone now. He joins us from New Hampshire. General Bolick, uh, you also, why are all these out-of-state folks dropping unlimited amount of money on you, millions of dollars in the last couple of days, given your record, given your uh, association with the state, given that you are a granite stater? Why, are outside, why is outside money coming? And they're not taking, taking on about policy. It's all to smear you personally, sir. Well, Steve, thank you for having me on and my best to your listeners. And, you know, I mean, can you hear me? Uh, yes, sir. I got you right here. Go ahead, General Bullock. Okay. Yeah, thank you. And best to your listeners. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. Um, there's really, there's really nothing that's uh, real complicated about it. I have a true granite stater, uh, who is dedicated to the people and who will serve the people and it will go down to washington dc and not be beholden to any one individual just because of their title or any one party uh just because i come from the republican party and what they want uh is someone who's going to follow they don't want a leader down there they don't want anyone that's going to challenge the status quo 
that is going to challenge what they've put in place as career politicians, and that's homage to special interests, lobbyists, wealthy political elite, uh, the propagandist media, uh, and uh, selected corporations. And they don't want to fight her down there. Uh, that's not what they want. And so <clears throat> the, the mistake that they've made, though, is that I've been doing this for two years. You know, I realized it was going to take that much time to get to all the people in New Hampshire and get my message across in a, you know, precinct type strategy, bottom up and get this done, meeting with people in every town and city. And so now they're coming in the 11th hour and they're firing their final protective fire, you know, which is what the enemy does when it knows it's going to lose in its last ditch effort. Right. And they just, you know, I mean, it, it's simple. They don't want an outsider. They don't want someone who's going to change the dynamic down there and work for the people of New Hampshire as, you know, an ambassador to the people of New Hampshire and Washington, D.C. So uh, that's my assessment. What it, real quickly, we've got about a minute and a half. You're by far the best candidate to take on Maggie Hassan. What, what does the establishment miss about that? Because you're the fighter that needs to go up against her. Yeah, you know, it, it's just, <clears throat> you know, they, you know, they've said they've said in their meetings, it's been reported back to us that they would rather have Maggie Hassan than Don Baldick in the United States Senate, because at least they can depend on Maggie Hassan to go with the status quo. At least they know what she's going to do uh, and they can calculate that, even though everything that she does is bad for Granite Staters and bad for Americans. General Bullock, how do people follow your campaign? This is a sprint till Tuesday, they're going to drop another couple of million dollars on your head over the weekend. How do people follow your campaign, how they support it? I think we just lost General Bullock. I tell you what, we just dropped him. That's okay. He's going around the, uh, New Hampshire. We're going to put all of that up there. Carolyn Levitt and uh, General Bullock are both having millions of dollars dropped on the head of personal attacks by the Washington, D.C. establishment in the run-up to this very important New Hampshire uh, primary. We're going to put his uh, everything up there about his campaign so you can get to it. But an incredible, incredible and intense race. General Bullock's going around the state shaking hands. At one time, he had up to a 22-point lead. Okay, we're going to return. And by the way, Karen Levitt drew dead even with no money. Short commercial break. We're going to go to Texas, Ben Burkwam. We also have Turner here for energy. Patrick Phillips, Philip Patrick here about the economy and money. All next in the war room. It's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit 
on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, DonBoldick.com is the site. Go there if you want to find out where he's going to be over the weekend, or if you want to give your support, or just find out how to follow him on social media. These are two very intense political races. Everything's tight in the Granite State, so the senatorial campaign and the uh, and also the House seats. Okay, um, let's go to Texas. We've got, uh, I got to tell you, I'm so proud to have these guys here. They're two of the best. Down at the Border Education Conference in Austin, Texas, Todd Bensman from CIS and our own Ben Burkwam. Ben, uh, give us a sense. What What is this conference about? We, we had Chip Roy and uh, Brother Morgan on today. They were just, Mark Morgan, just incredible. Give us a sense. I want the audience, take a second and explain what the Border Education, because the people in the war room say, hey, look, you know, Todd Benzman and Ben Burkwam and, and Oscar Blue, these guys have educated us over the last couple of years. Who's not educated in Texas? Well, uh, sadly, th- that was the ent- entire purpose of this event was to educate the legislators that that don't know. And, and you would think, well, if you're from Texas, you have to know what's happening on the on the border. And, and the reality is there are a lot of people that even live in Texas that have no clue what's going on. So this event was put together to basically uh, bring awareness to Republican legislators and Republican representatives across the state of Texas. Uh, but as Todd and I were just talking about, uh, the turnout of legislators is, is actually really depressing. I mean, you've got no Governor Abbott here. Uh, he may have somebody, one of his staffers here. We don't know. We can't track anyone down. Very few legislators here. So you have incredible amount of information, incredible speakers with some of the 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 most relevant, up-to-date border information that is out there about really the invasion, the destruction of our country, uh, and and the people that should be here sitting here listening to it just don't care to come, or they were too busy, or who knows. There are a few legislators here uh, that decided to come, but it's that was the entire purpose of this, was to educate the legislators. And this should be happening all over the country. An event like this, to educate the people that are making the decisions that affect our lives, this should be happening in every state in the country. But if, if, if you can't even expect them to show up here, where would they, you know, how do you expect them to show up anywhere else? Every, every state's a border state. Every town's a border town. Uh, ben, before I go to, to Todd, are they staying away because they don't want to be associated with border security and what's happening? Is it because they've got other things? Or You put a conference on like this, you have people like Todd Benzman, Chip Roy. I mean, these are heavy hitters. Why is it politically they're staying away or is it really that it's the calendar? They're just back from Labor Day and it's too busy. I, you know, I can't speak for them. All I can say, I mean, the, 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 the fact that Governor Abbott isn't here and if he if he does or doesn't have people here, uh, you look at what he's doing, the policies that they're doing. It, I don't know. I can't answer that. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're in a political season Maybe they just think it's not worth their time. But I got to tell you, the information that's being relayed in this event today is it it shocks me. And I'm in the business. I mean, some of the stuff we've seen 
is like, wow, I didn't know that. And I'm a guy who, who eats and breathes and sleeps this stuff. So for people out there that don't get it, they should be here, whatever excuse they have. Uh, and for me, the, the fact that Governor Abbott isn't here, there is no excuse for that. It's in his backyard. It's his state that's being destroyed from within. And, and again, all, all he's doing is busing people to DC, which was a great gimmick to begin with. But all you're doing at that point is giving more political representation to, uh, to excuse me, to New York and, and DC. So it's just, it, it's unfortunate, especially when we know, you know, the information that's coming out. It's like, we have been overrun. We have cartels that run Mexico. Now they're running places in, in America, across Texas and across this country. Uh, this no, this should I, be priority I think, number I, one I, I think for any one, representative. I, I, think, I think one of the best interviews we've had is the sheriff you had on today that just laid it on the line. He says, hey, the Mexican, don't let him fool you. The Mexican government's in business with the, 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 the cartels. It's a narco state. Todd, Benzman, we haven't had a chance because I know you've been busy on a big project. But since the Daily Mail came out and independently went to all these different sources and supported your 4.9 million uh, unauthorized aliens are in the country. The New York Times came out yesterday, I think it was the day before. Cortez and I talked about it in the morning show. One million asylum seekers are here. The average time of their court case is going to be seven years from now. Walk us through this invasion on the scale of it, Todd, uh, as now the mainstream media is even coming to grips with how massive this is. Right. Well, uh, if we consider that 2.4 million have gotten into the country uh, in 18 months, then we have to just double that in the next 18 months. Uh, so we're going to be looking at, uh, you know, three and a half million actually in the country, not the ones that are just hitting the border. That gives us six more months of the administration. Uh, so figure another, uh, you know, million, half a million. We're looking at, you know, six million. And then if they drop 42, seven million by the end of this one term that are actually inside the country. So a city the size of LA or pushing the size of LA. I, I wanted to just say uh, one, I had one comment about the uh, lack of turnout to this event, which, which um, you know, is, is featuring some, some really uh, big luminaries on border security. Like Mark Morgan is here, uh, gave a rousing uh, talk and Ken Cuccinelli is here uh, we had Jason Jones here, uh, people who are really providing the on-the-ground uh, understanding and policy. Uh, and I think that the reason, one, one reason that we don't see Republican turnout in Texas is that maybe there's some complacency about the coming elections that we don't really, we've got, Texas is a lock, but Texas is not a lock. Uh, yeah, Beto O'Rourke, who is working the abortion issue like you wouldn't believe, and actually making uh, making headway. Uh, he's got the polls. I mean, okay, the polls are the polls, but it's all we got. Are showing a really closing gap. Uh, if there is some kind of an upset, and I'm not predicting an upset, but I wouldn't call it completely out of the question that that an upset happens over over this, uh, then. You know, Texas, the way Texas goes, so goes the country. We have 1,200 miles of the border, 1,254 miles of the border here. If they pull Operation Lone Star, if they, uh, you know, Democrat gets in, uh, it's a game changer for the, for the whole country. I think Republicans should start to care in Texas. Uh, Governor Abbott uh, is a, by far a better 
uh, selection uh, choice than uh, you know anything with Beto work on it. So when, when you say that, Todd, though, but yeah, 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 but Todd, what actions are being taken? I think that's to the point. We, we understand that, particularly the radical nature of the Democrats, they're the ones that are driving this invasion. That that's a given, and we agree with you. But the point is, particularly with the information you put out every day, Real America's Voice in their reporting, what's at the Board of Education Conference, and this is why I asked Chip Roy today. Are, are, it's one thing to talk about border security. It's nothing to do with it. The things down there, if you talk to the sheriffs and Mark Morgan, Morgan, the frontline guys, it's not that complicated. It's pretty straightforward what you have to do. The question is, do you have the political will to do it? Todd Benzman. That's right, but... You know, as some of the speakers are pointing out today at this conference is that, you know, the governor of Texas has not done nothing. Uh, we have Operation Lone Star, which uh, when you consider that almost all the Border Patrol are pulled into babysitting duty for most of their shifts in these hot zone areas, there's nobody there except Texas DPS catching drug traffickers. I'm not talking about the immigrants. But they are catching at least uh, immigrants that might otherwise be gotaways and turning them over. And a great percentage of gotaways, runners and gotaways, happen to be criminal aliens uh, who are deportable and prosecutable. Not that the Biden administration is doing all of them, but I think some of them do. So, I mean, there'd be nothing there at all. If a Beto O'Rourke, and I'm not predicting anything here, but, you know, the, the points are closing uh, on this. He, they can't be complacent. And if a, a Beto O'Rourke were to get in, you would not have anything there at all. They would pull every DPS trooper off that border, every National Guard off that border. And what we have now is a heck of a lot better than that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Ben, real quickly, you said you, and you've been in harm's way down there with Todd and Oscar and others. You've been shocked by some of the information you've heard. Give me, give me two items that have shocked Ben Burkwan that he didn't know? Well, uh, first off, speaking about Sheriff Boyd uh, that we were interviewing earlier today, uh, I didn't know this, that uh, Chinese nationals actually own more land now in Val Verde County than American citizens do. Uh, that should shock every single American. Uh, I mean, that, that, is, that is beyond shocking to me. Not too and, far from military facilities. Yes, uh, and the other part is the, the fact that the cartels, uh, the, the level to the control that they have, we just sat through, a, a, you mentioned Jason Jones, uh, we just sat through an event with him and it, it was uh, it is shocking how, how long this has been going on and, oops, sorry, and, and the, the extent to which the cartels control Mexico, which again, we know, uh, but now control America as well. No, I think the sheriff was, I think that's why the audience loved the Sorry, sheriff thing. He said, hey, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it, it, it's a narco state. Did we lose our guys? Ben? Okay, we can wrap up. Oh, guys, you got it? Ben? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, right there you have at the border education. Hey, look, it is what it is. A ton of politicians. Down, I think Todd Benzman is making a logical case that obviously Abbott is better than Beto O'Rourke. The question is, the Republicans, what are you going to do? You know, I had, they had this impassioned plea from Trip Roy today, what we have to do when we take the House. <clears throat> it's obvious. If we don't sit there, and Chip said actually not approving budgets and appropriations that Biden puts forward till we get actual border security. That means a wall. you got to build a wall, but that's just the first step. 
then you need enforcement. You also need deportations. And you got to stop the catch and release. Look, there's 4 million or 4.8 million right now in the United States. And look, his math, Todd Benzman's math, it's going to be 7 million by the end of the Biden term, the end of the regime. Short break. Philip Patrick, we're going to talk money, capital markets, and gold next in the war room. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. You got the per kale sheets. Special deal, right? Twenty nine ninety nine. I think you get the bigger size, thirty nine ninety nine. Go check it out right now. Mike Lindell introduced these to me a while ago. They are the best sheets I've ever slept on. I highly, highly recommend them. MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. Of course, your humble servants here at the War Room by going to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. You got the sheets. Of course, they got everything. Got sales all over. Buy one, get one's freeze. Slippers, moccasins, pillows, all of it. But these sheets are one-time good deal, and they're not going to be around forever. Okay, I want to go to. I got Daniel Turner, who is one of the best experts out there on energy. Daniel, here I want to. You've got the technological center of the universe, um, California, and now mm-hmm. people are calling me, and even some staff and people that work with us are saying they get Amber's alerts and. They're having. They were going to have brownouts, rolling brownouts. Now it's blackouts, and it's blackouts in Palo Alto, right? It's blackouts in the in the center of the high tech industry, up there in uh, in around San Jose. Then on the other hand, I look at Europe, and and Axios today capitulates. Axios, the headline in their morning in one of their morning newsletters, the one on energy was that markets collapse. I go, oh, that's interesting. Let me click on that. Markets collapse. It's a whole detailed thing. It's up on my getter. And if we can put it up on the, on the, if Denver could put it up when we get a chance, it's basically a detailed analysis of how, hey, in 90 days, this thing could be over. What is it? Connect those dots. Connect the EU and Europe and Axios story to what is going on in 
one of the greatest states in the union, the seventh biggest economy, the Golden State, California, sir? Yeah, and I'm glad you say that just before I begin because, you know, growing up as a kid, I grew up in New York City, but California was always the land of, you know, lawns and beaches and surf, and California was the promised land. So to see what's happening to California is devastating. I don't take any joy in what's happening to California, but but California is leading the nation in the green movement, and Europe is 20 years ahead of California, and it's caught up with them. Um, and this is what happens when the political science of, of the greenness of the green movement, which is truly, truly Marxist in its heart, um, but the political science of going green and climate change and saving the earth and Greta Thunberg clashes with the real science of engineering and physics and math and, and kilowatt hours and voltage and wattage of, of the electric grid. And, and anyone who can do the math can look at Europe and predict, and many of us have, collapse is inevitable, right? And, and, and all it took was a couple of variables. Uh, uh, Russia and Ukraine is a variable. Joe Biden's terrible presidency is a variable. Um, but, but this didn't cause it. Right. This just brought about what was inevitably the end of, of Europe. And I got to tell you, and it scares me and I hate to sound like I'm, 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 I'm hyperbolic here. But but what's going to happen in Europe is there's going to be enormous tension between nations. Right now, France sells electricity to Germany and especially the Alsace Lorraine area because they've had an abundance. Electricity prices are so high. France isn't going to sell it anymore. They're going to conserve it. Uh, and also as the shortages kick in, they're going to conserve it for the French. And Alsace-Lorraine is going to get plunged into darkness. And the German chancellor is going to say, blame France. And just what's the history of Alsace-Lorraine when one side starts to blame France and the other side starts to blame Germany? I mean, these are the makings of, of war between the European nations. And if you don't think it could happen, it happened twice in, in our recent history. Here's when you say I, I just want to go make sure the audience understand this when you say you talk about the physics of the grid uh, What it needs to do to produce energy all the science all the engineering and it and it was off of uh, what the politics were But the politicians know that I mean the German people. It's a great. It's a manufacturing powerhouse of precision engineering, right? Yes, they, they did they just make a bad decision in it, it do it going to the Green New Deal on the transition of really betting the whole which trump told him not to don't totally make your system built on very inexpensive and 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 uh bountiful plentiful russian natural gas or did they miss it every step of the way is their transition to the solar power you know boris johnson gives his farewell address yesterday he sits there in front of 10 downing and he says by i think 2030 50 percent of british power will be by solar that's just ludicrous. I mean, that's so. So was it fantasy or did guys make a bad bets on just trying to get something cheap that could run their run their countries and, and they made the wrong bet? I mean, the reason why Boris Johnson is so pale is because England doesn't have a lot of sun. So to say that we're going to get 50 percent of our power from the sun in, in the U.K., is just no, 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 no. He said, no, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't solar. It was wind. I'm sorry. He said, he said 50% okay. right. by wind sure. because now problem. they have, now that, now they have that thing in the Irish sea. They're building these yeah. off of where the, you know, off of Scotland. So it's 50% by 50% uh, by wind. This is what Germany promised their constituents would happen by now. We will get half of our power, all of our power by wind, uh, by wind. They've invested 500 billion 
euro. That's half a trillion, right? 500 billion euro in building wind power. It's taken 20 years. And you look at these 20 years and you say, you are now paying $1,000 per megawatt hour. You used to pay 30. You're now paying $1,000 per megawatt hour for electricity. Um, your emissions are higher. If you think emissions are an actual metric, I don't. I think the emissions game is a big lie. But say you want to play the emissions game. Well, your emissions are higher 20 years later. Um, you're cowering before Vladimir Putin. So the question for Germany is, when does the good part of wind kick in? Right. It's been 20 years, 500 billion. Emissions are higher. We're paying a thousand times more. When does it start to work? And, and no one has ever seemed to answer me that question. And so, yes, then they were hooked on cheap Russian natural gas. And, you know, I was telling your producer before we went online, your early movie documentary in the face of evil was life changing for me. Um, I'm a huge fan of the film, can't recommend it enough, but one of the lessons we learned from that and we learned from Reagan is don't make deals with the Soviets. So who were all right. these Germans at the very beginning of the 1990s to right. say, you know what, Soviet Union fell, let's get in bed with, with Yeltsin and the Russians. Yeah. They're not Russians, they're Soviets. And, and look at what they're right. doing to them now. So Putin has no. shut down Nord Stream Pipeline. Why? Joe, Joe Biden said he wouldn't do this because, he, because he's, he going, he's going full. Ga he's, he's he's a gangster. He's going exactly. full gangster. I got a balance, but I'm gonna have Philip Patrick. I'm, I'm gonna have Philip Bank. Uh, Philip Patrick here from Birch Gold. You use the word collapse. Axios used the word collapse. Give me sixty seconds. When you say collapse of an energy market, that's a bold term. When you talk about Europe, all the infrastructure, all the history, all the engineering, Axios used it. You've used it. What does a collapse of the European energy market look like, sir? Yeah, a total devastation for Germany. You mentioned their, their, their engineering precision. Everyone knows German cars, German steel. Right now, the city of Hamburg cannot produce hot water for its constituents. It's the largest, second largest city in the country. So a German economic energy collapse means your manufacturing section is dead. And if you know the EU, you know it is sustained by Germany. The French economy is lousy. The Spanish economy is lousy. Uh, Germany sustains the entire European Union. And when Germany goes, there goes the European Union. Yeah. And like I said, we have the 20th century as a history of what that means. Uh, Brother Turner, stand on for one second. I want to bring in Philip Patrick. Philip, you've got Axios sure. this morning talking about the collapse of the, the European energy market. You've got California doing blackouts. Um, we're still sitting here right now with another $47 billion, Where you were gone last week, they put another $47 billion up. Give us your sense, the Birch Gold sense, give us your sense of global capital markets and particularly the danger that Europe presents to the United States right now as far as a country, that a, a, a continent that may not have a recession but may actually collapse into a depression, sir. I mean, it's an absolute disaster what's happening now. Uh, and I think uh, we, we talk about the, the second installment of the death of the dollar, and that's focusing on loss of global reserve currency. Look at what's happening now. Very recently on Wednesday, Putin announced China uh, would start paying for gas in, in rubles, uh, uh, start paying for gas, sorry, in, in rubles and yuan. Right. This is significant. Yeah, hold, 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 hold it. Hold it. They would stop. They would stop paying in dollars and start paying in Correct. rubles in yuan. Right. They're not going to convert Correct. into dollars. That's the biggest shot. The timing of our letter, by the way, go to birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. I, I'm telling you, the Financial Times put a column out last week, uh, two weeks ago. Philip, I said it's pretty good timing today. The Russians and the Chinese announced it. 
They're not. They're right. not convert. They're not going to convert into dollars. How big a deal is that? It's massive. It's huge. And, and like I said, the, the timing of this second report is just absolutely perfect. But it's significant. Look, commodities are priced for, are priced in and paid for in U.S. dollars. That's been the case for the last 50 years. And it's so important. Right. It's a very privileged position to be in. Every nation needs dollars to transact, which strengthens the dollar by proxy. And it makes imported goods and deficit spending very timely today, cheaper for us here in the United States. Now, initially, after the sanctions, uh, China had agreed to pay Russia in euros. This rate recent deal between themselves is a move away from that. Now, they're viewing it as mutually beneficial. Right. What it's allowing them to do is reinforce their own economy. And now they've even agreed to build two new pipelines between Russia and China. So that's a big commitment. It's a big investment. Uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of money to do that. And I think it demonstrates their commitment to a long-term partnership. What it means for us here in the, the West, however, in the United States and the Western world, it's very, very dangerous, right? It's removing our power on the international stage. The most frustrating thing of all, though, was this was a self-inflicted crisis, right? The Biden regime had attempted to take resources away from Russia, and all it's done is made them more resourceful, right? This is the beginning of the end, in my mind, for U.S. dollar hegemony globally. It's a big, big problem. Hold, hold it. In the report, by the way, the, you've got two, the all free. You get the politics of money's part one. This is called the end of the dollar empire, the overall series we're doing. The first is called the politics of money. You get up to speed on how what, what the United States used to be when we used to actually have politics around currency. The second right. is about our fall as the prime reserve currency, which will change everybody's life. We do. We don't sit in the saying it's not going to happen tomorrow. But to your point, these type of things that wouldn't even be conceived of uh, two years ago under a Trump administration, the major powers in the world are doing it. And Philip, everybody else is trying to figure out a way that they can get away from the dollar. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. You global uh, dollar holdings by central banks are at 31-year lows, right? Even friendly nations are looking at what the U.S. government is doing to the dollar, and they're looking for shorter-term solutions. That has been gold. Gold reserves have been boosted internationally significantly. Longer term, they're going to be looking for, 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 an, for another alternative. As you say, these moves are glacial. They're slow. It's not. We're not going to lose global reserve currency status tomorrow. But when you have the second and 11th largest economies in the world now transitioning away uh, from U.S. dollars, it's significant. And for me, it's the beginning of the eventual downfall of the dollar. And that is significant. Currencies do not It'll, recover from a loss of global reserve. Never. We'll be like Argentina. One of the reasons they're trying to do this, ladies and gentlemen, they see what the Biden administration is doing. They've seen how much they put on the on the on the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. Right. They see the debt. They understand, they're smart enough to know that when people come back, it's not just the 47 billion, it's the two trillion discretionary spending. We had Dave Brad on here this morning talking about it. Okay, short break. We got Daniel Turner, we got Philip Patrick. Uh, we may try to get Sloan Rockman, we can fit it all in. We're in the war room, it's on fire. We're talking energy and uh, assets. That asset would be gold, all next in the war room. Bring it on and I will fight to the end, just watch and see. It's all started, everything's begun, and you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take 
Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second. May already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free, no obligation, home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO. Do this today, take action. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back to the War Room. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Check out the Percale sheets. You've never had a nice sleep until you got, you're sleeping on a MyPillow Percale. Go there right now, MyPillow.com, promo code War Room. Daniel Turner, uh, is our energy prices coming down, natural gas, particularly in the United States, is that coming down anytime soon, sir? No, and I actually think oil prices are going to get much worse because, as I'm sure you and your great audience know, most of China is still under lockdown, and that is having huge repercussions in oil consumption worldwide. The only reason why oil dropped from $126 where it was in June to roughly where it is now, which is hovering around 90 is because of these enormous Chinese lockdowns in their major cities. It has nothing to do with what Biden did. It has nothing to do with OPEC+. Plus. It's all because we're consuming less. And we're also consuming less because of the price point. Even in America, oil per consumption this summer was lower than it was in the summer of 2020 at the height of COVID lockdowns because it was so expensive. So the only way to bring down your price is to either increase the supply, which Biden will not do, or to destroy demand. And that's exactly what he's doing. But no, prices are going to rise and, and, again. And, destroy, and, 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 demand, and demand destruction means dramatic change of your lifestyle. You're not taking a family yeah. out for a drive on Sunday. You're not going to go see friends. Demand destruction is a nice term for economics, but it means your lifestyle is changing. Real quickly, yes or no. Is Axios right? Are you going to see these markets collapse in energy in 60 to 90 days in Europe? I, I think they'll collapse because they will skyrocket to, yes, they, they will collapse, but they're not going to collapse in a, in, in a decrease in price. The price will become so astronomical that they will be unattainable even for the government to sustain. And so that will bring on the collapse. Daniel, how do people get to you? What's your social media? Uh, Daniel Turner, uh, uh, powerthefuture.com and Daniel Turner PTF across all platforms. And I'm on every platform. Thank you very much. Philip Patrick. 
Uh, you've been at this a long time. Have you ever seen a world economic crisis like is building right now, sir, in every different aspect of it, whether it's energy, food, uh, national security, geopolitical? Have you ever seen anything in your life like this, brother? Never, never in my life. What's happening geopolitically, what's happening domestically with the economy, the lack of options. I've never seen anything like this. And quite frankly, a lot of this was avoidable. We just needed good leadership. We didn't get it. And we're heading down a path that I'm not sure that there's any return from. So no is the short answer. By the way, if you think of where we were in two years, if you think of where we were in the Christmas of 2019, uh, Philip, one more time. People should go to birchgold.com forward slash Bannon to get the second installment. You can get the first two, but it's all free. Get the second installment. Uh, the end of uh, the, the dollar is the end of the loss of the prime reserve currency. It will shock you. Uh, Philip, also, how do people go just to talk to an advisor? If they want to talk to somebody now at Birch Gold and find out about gold as an option. And right now, you got to be looking at all options. You owe it to yourself to look at all your alternatives. Where do they go? Is exactly correct. So same place, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. There's a lot of good information for your listeners. They'll get that second report. In my humble opinion, it's even better than the first. I think it's fantastic, very educational, and everybody needs to read it. It's so important. We, we broke this down so the layman can understand it, right? So we wanted to make sure you have to get this information. You have to start to start understand about money. Philip, just hang on for one second. I want to go, do I still have Ben Burkwam? Ben you, the conference is great. I think what left people depressed is that there's no legislatures or no elected officials down there. What is your message to the Republican Party? And what is your message to people? I mean, Chip Roy was on fire today. What do we need to do to stop the invasion on the southern border? And how do we do it politically, sir? Well, uh, as I mentioned, the, some of the stuff we're getting, uh, part of that was from Sheriff Boyd here of Goliad County. Uh, it's, it's the fact that you have to stand up and fight back. The sheriffs have to fight back. Uh, every single state legislature has to fight back. We, we have to call on the governor. If you're in Texas, as Todd Bensman mentioned, this is not a safe seat for Governor Abbott. He has to get, he needs to hear from people that he has to do more. I know he's done some, as Todd said, but he has to do more. We have to declare the invasion on our southern border, and we really have to stop it before China and the, the transnational cartels that run Mexico, as Sheriff Boyd mentioned, take over America. And that's what we're seeing happen right now. Ask Sheriff, what is this audience? What can this audience do to help? What this is the most activist audience in all media? What what can the Warren Posse do to help you, sir? I think what we need to do is is first off, we need to hold our local officials accountable. Everything starts at the local level. We have to hold our local officials accountable. We have to hold our state officials accountable. No offense, but you forget the federal government. It's just not going to happen. There's there's not enough of them there. But I think the public needs to put pressure on the politicians. When the emails start coming in, when the letters come in, that's when politicians pay attention. And I think that pressure needs to put directly from the people in mass on the politicians that are in power at this point in time. Sheriff, thank you. Ben, real quickly, your, your social media so people can follow what you're doing down there, sir. Uh, as always, americasvoice.news, and then on social media, uh, frontlineamerica.com is my website, and um, uh, Ben Burkwam on all social media, Getter, Bouthub, Truth, uh, at Ben Burkwam. Sheriff Boyd, you're a patriot and a hero, and uh, this audience has your back, sir. Go with God. See, the, 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 the amazing law enforcement, the front, the front line down there on this border situation is just a nightmare. Uh, Philip Patrick, 
What is your social media? I know you're putting stuff up all the time now. How do people follow you? Particularly, look, even if you don't like economics or math or anything like that, now you've got to start understanding this, this, this country's economic base is being destroyed. It's your responsibility to think it through for yourself, and we're going to provide you with all the information and access to the smartest, best people in the world, all for free. Uh, uh, Philip, how do people get to you? Uh, um, at Philip Patrick on Getter. Philip with two L's, Patrick um, on Getter. And for information from us at Birch, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. Make sure you request uh, the end of the dollar empire segments one and two. We'll be talking about a lot more. Okay, stick around. The next we got Malone, we got Tucker. It's going to be Dr. Tucker. It's going to be on fire in our next hour. So stick around and strap in. Thank you, Philip. Everything's just beginning. But the games you want to play. Bring it on and I'll fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word all through Hong Kong We will fight till they're all gone We rejoice when there's no more Let's take down the CCP They have all Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. 
None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.